Hello, and welcome to the Brutal Iron Gym Podcast, where our goal is to cut through the BS and deliver the brutal truth about topics related to health and happiness. Today is podcast number 1,944. The topic is nutrition, and the title is, Which Food is Better? One of my clients is a trainer, and we were discussing that they get asked this question all the time. <laughs> so they're learning about nutrition coaching, and uh, we were just talking about different questions, different things that clients ask about. So we were talking about the question of, like, which food is better? So they had a client ask them specifically, like, white potato versus sweet potato. And we were talking about some other options. So I gave them a rundown that I wanted to share in today's podcast of how we decide that. How, do we would, de- how would we decide in a moment of what to, what to eat for the day or what to eat for that meal, how we decide which food is better? There are basically four questions that I presented to the trainer. Question number one is, does it have what I need at this meal? Meaning, is it going to provide the calories I need? Is it the protein item of the meal? Does it gonna, is it going to provide enough protein? So does it provide what I need, calories and protein? Question number two, does, it, does its digestion rate match what I need at this meal? Question number three, does the amount I need to eat match what I need at this meal? And number four, is this the healthiest choice? There's air quotations there. Healthiest choice available uh, to me at this moment. So basically, does it does it fit the mold of what I would define as a healthy choice? And of course, our goal would be is that whatever food we pick is like a yes to all four of these questions. I'm going to go through the questions and then I'll kind of sum up again at the end. But the first question is, does it have what I need at this meal? Calories and protein. Simply, is it going to provide as much, as many calories as I need? Is it going to provide the protein I need? So if you're looking for 40 grams of protein and you're looking at, you know, Greek yogurt, okay, this is a protein item. Uh, do I want to eat enough Greek yogurt to get to 40 grams of protein? Or can I pair this with something else that has some protein so maybe I don't have to eat as much Greek yogurt? But that's the game we're playing is how much of this do I need to eat to get what, what I need to get? If it's a protein item, then we would be considering the volume to reach our protein goal. If it's a carb or fat item, we would be considering the volume that we need to eat to reach our calorie goal. So typically when I decide on what to eat at a meal, I think of protein first. So what available to me is going to give me the amount of protein I need. Then how many calories is that? And then how many calories is remaining in the meal? So let's say from this meal, I need 600 calories and 40 grams of protein. There are four calories per gram of protein. So 40 grams of protein will be 160 calories. Now, maybe the food item, in order for me to get 40 grams of protein, it has a little additional uh, fats or something in it. So maybe it's actually 200 calories for the serving size I need to get 40 grams of protein. That means I still have 400 calories I got to make up for the meal. So I would ch- I would choose my carb and or fat sources to make up that 400 calorie difference. But that's the first game we're playing is, does this have what I need? Is it going to provide enough calories? Is it going to provide enough protein? 
That's the first game. <laughs> uh, and for most people, if you answer that question, you're winning. <laughs> That's already like the one. Uh, so the second question is, does its digestion rate match what I need at this meal? For example, do I want the energy instantly? Like am I eating this as I drive to the gym? <laughs> if I'm eating it as I drive to the gym, I would want it to be basically liquid calories or really ridiculously refined, uh, maybe even like sugary type food. So I would have clients if they were coming after work and say they kind of missed a, a mid-afternoon meal, maybe they missed some food, I would they would know, because we would talked about it already, is before they got to the training session, before they came to the gym, I would have them stop at a gas station and get a Gatorade. So they would actually drink some Gatorade or bring the Gatorade with them to the gym and they would drink that while we were working out. If they came to me with insufficient caloric intake, I couldn't do anything with them. Like they're not going to be able to do very much intensity, they're not going to be able to do very much volume because they have an empty gas tank, they're going to get nauseous, going to get sick, and the whole thing is kind of a wasted session. But if they drink, say, 200 calories of sugars, that's okay. Even if their goal is fat loss, we're going to burn way the hell more than 200 calories in that workout. <laughs> and the stimulus and in, in resulting damage that they're going to create from the workout is going to raise their metabolic rate, their, their calories burned at rest while they recover, far greater uh, enough to burn off that 200 calories. So in no way whatsoever would that have impaired our fat loss if that was our goal. If their goal was more so strength and or muscle growth, well then hell freaking yeah, they better be getting those calories in uh, because we absolutely need those to fuel the stimulus uh, for the training. But that would be one example is if I want the energy instantly, I'm looking for liquid carbs, uh, sugary carbs. Now, if you're like, oh, I don't want sugars, well, then eat fruit, eat a banana, eat, like bananas are actually kind of a little slow digesting for instantly. They take about 30 minutes to digest, but eat, eat something that has sugar if you're opposed to liquid sugars. It's still sugar, but whatever. <laughs> We'll, we'll, we'll save that argument for another day. Uh, the, now, if you're thinking, okay, I want the energy, but I really kind of, I'm about to be active. I'm about to go, you know, do some gardening or I'm going to go to the mall and walk around. I'm going to meet some friends and do some things. So you're going to be active in the next one to two hours. So you want the energy then. Meaning I don't want to eat something that's such slow digestion that I really don't have the energy I want from it in an hour or two. I actually want the energy in an hour or two. Well, then you're looking for whole food carbohydrates, uh, usually moderate, refined kind of carbs. You're probably going to not look for sugary things at this point. You're looking for uh, non-sugar-based carbohydrates. That would be you know white rice, jasmine rice, maybe white potatoes, white bread, bagel, things like that. They're going to have a little bit of a slower digestion rate than pure sugars. It's going to probably match more so that one to two hour rate of digestion to which then it would be available at that time. Maybe you want the energy over the next three to five hours. So you're eating breakfast and you know, okay, it'll be about five hours till I can eat lunch. So I want the energy to, to like give me energy then. <laughs> um, you're looking for usually a blended uh, either ref like non-processed carbohydrates so that would be like the sweet potatoes uh whole grain this like all the kind of coarse hard type carbohydrates uh, or and or mixing in fats fats are slower digesting than carbohydrates so you'd maybe want a mixed meal there maybe a little bit of carbs a little bit of fats um you know any kind of combination there if you want the energy to last say six to eight hours Maybe you're eating now and you're like, oh, I'm going to have a crazy busy day. It's going to be six to eight hours till I can eat again. Then you're going to want to push more into fats because they are slower digesting.
So we answered the first question of, does it have what I need in regards to calories and protein? Then the second question is, does the digestion rate match what I need from this meal? The third question then is, does the amount I need to eat match what I need at this meal? An example of this is, let's say, uh, just throwing out some random things, and there's going to be little small asterisks uh, that are a little off in these numbers, but I want to give a streamlined approach so it's understandable in concept. Is Let's say you want to have carbohydrates. You're looking for about 50 grams of carbs, and you want it to digest in about an hour. So you're getting ready to work out. You're probably going to be driving to the gym. By the time you get settled in the gym and start to work out, it'll be roughly about an hour. So you might consider white rice, or you might say, well, you know, I kind of like fruit, maybe I'll have a banana. So if we were looking at white rice versus a banana, well, they both provide carbohydrates, and they both will digest around that one hour mark. White rice may take a little bit longer, bananas can take a little bit shorter, but here's the catch. So white rice, you would need about one cup of white rice, to get 200 calories, which is about 50 grams of carbs. That's pretty doable. One cup of white rice, pretty doable. You can eat that and be ready to work out in an hour, no problem. Whereas to get 200 calories and 50 grams of carbohydrates from bananas, you might have to eat two bananas. Now, that actually can feel a little heavier. That can be a little harder to eat, is two bananas rather than one cup of white rice. Really small example, but these are the things we pay attention to. I know for myself, I don't like working out with a full stomach. So if I need to eat something because I haven't eaten anything and I'd rather work out with some calories in me than no calories in me, I'm going to choose the lightest option possible. I have clients who actually like to work out with a full stomach. To me, that sounds completely insane. <laughs> but they like it. They, they, they feel like they have better energy. Uh, however their brain is wired, it makes sense to them. Uh, so they might rather, you know, eat the two bananas, and that makes them happy. Another example is I have clients tell me all the time either that they overshoot their calories or they undershoot their calories. And again, it comes down to food choices. If we want a meal of, say, 600 calories with 40 grams of protein, if you try to do that with white fish and mixed vegetables, you're probably going to fail. The white fish, maybe tilapia, you're going to need about two fillets, so 160 grams of weight in fish. That's going to give you 40 grams of protein, about 225 calories. You then need 375 calories for mixed vegetables, which is like five to six cups of mixed vegetables. You're probably not going to eat that. That's a crazy volume, and it would bring in a lot of fiber, and you're probably not going to really like that during the digestion process. Whereas chicken and rice. Chicken, same, about 160 grams in weight, 40 grams of protein, 225 calories. And then 375 calories from rice is only about a cup and a half of rice. That's pretty doable. So I've had people tell me, well, I don't want to eat rice because it'll make me fat. No. Again, no. <laughs> um, eating inconsistently, meaning missing meals and then overeating at meals, or just generally overeating, is likely what causes people to gain fat. If you're having trouble losing fat, it could actually be from undereating. So for example, if the person is supposed to hit in this time window of the day, 600 calories and 40 grams of protein, meaning if we're under that, it will impair fat loss. 
and they're scared of rice. So they just have fish and mixed vegetables or chicken and mixed vegetables because they're like, well, I can't have the carbs, which is kind of funny because vegetables are carbs as well. But I digress. <laughs> so uh, they're going to say no to the rice because they don't want to be, get fat. Or, and But what ends up happening is if they just have a lean meat with the vegetables, they're not going to get close to their calorie mark. And then because they're under eating, they're actually going to impair fat loss. Ugh. <laughs> so the chicken and rice is actually a better meal and it would make them leaner than the chicken and mixed vegetables. Let's say somebody wants to gain muscle mass, but they want to stay lean. They're like, well, I want to build muscle, but I don't want to get fat. And if I have rice at night, oh, that's going to make me fat. No, 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 <laughs> it will not. Again, we only gain fat if we inconsistently eat or overeat. If I have rice or carbs, whatever carbs you want, but it's within my appropriate caloric intake and I'm hitting my protein I need, the timing's pretty well distributed throughout the day, it doesn't make a damn bit of difference. It's totally fine. Not gonna cause a problem. So people get themselves in trouble with, I don't know how to word it but properly, but just false beliefs of food. Somewhere along the lines, someone told you or you've experienced that carbs will make you fat whenever there was something else happening that was making you fat or it was just a water weight change so i had a client got sick they tried their best to consume as many calories as they could but they had to do it through a lot of liquids and a lot of soup with soup comes a lot of sodium they were four pounds heavier the next day they did not gain four pounds of fat in one day they did not eat enough soup to gain four pounds of fat. I, a sumo wrestler couldn't eat enough soup <laughs> to gain four pounds of fat. So all that is is just water retention. It's water retention because there were some carbohydrates in the soup, a ton of sodium, I'm guaranteeing a ton of sodium, and then they were trying to drink as much fluid as they could to try to stay hydrated and, and kind of get healthy faster. So they consumed an enormous amount of fluid, enormous amount of sodium, and enough carbohydrates to form those three together to form glycogen and cause water retention in the muscles and uh, likely under their skin as well. So that's all going to come right back off in a day or two. Once they get back to normal food, once they get back to normal activity, that'll drop right off so you may have experienced that whenever you had carbohydrates you had increased water retention so therefore you weighed a pound or two more the next day that is not fat we don't gain a pound of fat in one day um, I'm going to as I'm talking try to find a podcast that talks about like how fat how fast do we gain fat so um, okay here we go podcast 1897 is a nutrition podcast titled, How Much Fat Do You Gain When You Overeat? What that podcast will tell you is, is you do not gain pounds of fat in a single day. It takes kind of like a week of eating like a butthead to gain a pound of fat. So if you're just messed up one day, jacked up one day, you did not gain a pound of fat. It's definitely water retention. So you can listen to podcast 1897 to help learn more about that. But... People will often get themselves in trouble with food selection because they believe eating a certain food will have a certain consequence. So they don't choose that food, they choose a different food. But in making that choice, they lose sight of hitting their calorie target, their protein target, or the digestion rate. So they, they mess up the first questions by this question. 
So they think, oh, this, this seems healthier. And that leads us into the fourth question is, is this the healthiest choice available that fits all these needs? And again, healthy, quote-unquote, airmarks is, is, a, is a lot just uh, kind of perception. So healthy might be if you're diabetic, got to watch sugars. If you have cholesterol problems, you've got to watch cholesterol. If you have, um, you know, like heart problems, maybe you're going to want to watch saturated fats. Uh, whether something's organic or not, that's a choice. Um, whew, that's going to be fun to unpack. Let me see if I have a podcast for that. Um, but just because something's organic doesn't automatically mean it's healthier. I guarantee that's going to frustrate some people. But I have a podcast you can listen to to kind of, uh, I'll expand on that. It's podcast 1607. It's a nutrition podcast titled Are Organic Healthy Food or Organic Foods Healthier? So podcast 1,607. They're not automatically healthier, depending on how you define healthy. <laughs> um, it's it, A lot of that is preferential and individual choice. Where people get in trouble is when they put those choices ahead of hitting their calorie goals, hitting their protein goals, timing the food to match like when you need the energy from it. You're messing up. If you're messing up calories, protein, and or digestion rate, then you're kind of putting the cart before the horse or you're whatever the hell the phrases are, you're worrying about the wrong damn thing. You're worrying about things out of order. What matters most is calories, protein, timing, digestion rates. Then are you, if you can satisfy those questions, questions one, two, and three, with multiple food options, then of those multiple food options, you can pick whichever one you deem to be healthiest based on whatever you choose healthy is. So again, When we ask the question of which food is better, the four questions we ask ourselves, the four questions we want to consider is, does it have what I need at this meal? Does it have enough calories? Does it have enough protein? Number two, does its digestion rate match what I need at this meal? Question number three, does the amount I need to eat match what I need at this meal? And question number four, is this the healthiest choice available that fits all of those questions one two and three so those will be the factors that we would want to consider when deciding which food to eat when deciding which food is better okay so i thought that would be fun to share the trainer loved that i sent them like an outline of everything uh so they're going to put that into practice and then we're going to talk about it probably next week but i thought that would be fun to share And hopefully it helps give some clarity or at least give you some direction of thought if this is something that you have wondered before. Cool. If you have any questions, if you need anything, just shoot me an email. My email is brutalironjim at gmail.com. If you like the podcast, please share the podcast. If you like the podcast, please consider donating to support the podcast, which you can do on our website. Also, if you like the information we share in the podcast, you can find more from us on our social media channels. You can find us and follow us on Instagram and YouTube under the name Brutal Iron Jim. As always, I hope this was helpful, and thank you for listening.